Hello, everybody. My name is Will Higgins, and welcome to the podcast of the Dartmouth High School Spectrum, the student newspaper of DHS. This podcast will feature conversations with the Spectrum staff and guests regarding all things Dartmouth High School. We hope you enjoy. Today we'll be talking with the captains of the Dartmouth High School varsity football team. We'll be right back. Hello, Dartmouth High School. This is Molly Rio, the executive editor of The Spectrum. Today we are here with the Dartmouth High School football captains, and I'm going to introduce them real quick. I'm Patrick Crane. I play middle linebacker. I'm Josh Miller. I get pancakes. <laughs> um, Will Kelly. I'm the starting quarterback. Um, I'm Ethan Marks. I play running back. So today, with our football captains, we are going to be asking them some questions about the season and um, how the season has changed from years past. So let's start off with our assistant editor, Avery Amaral. Hand her over the mic. How does having a smaller versus a larger attendance in the stands affect your gameplay? Uh, I don't think it really affects us too much. We just, having more people watching us, it just kind of makes the atmosphere, makes you play a little bit harder, but it doesn't really affect the game too much. You don't hear it the second you step between the lines. Um, I think it's just nice, like, having the fans get to watch it live instead of on like a computer screen, get like a whole high school like effect going on. So I don't know if any of you are late to school, but I'm late a lot. So I have to get tardy passes from Mr. Martin. Are any of you like late? Do you, and do you have to get tardy passes from your coach? And like, I feel like that'd be really awkward. <laughs> oh, he's pointing fingers at you. Oh, uh, well, Friday I was late, but it was only by like six minutes. And Coach Martin just looked at me. And it was like, it's kind of embarrassing to show up late in a game jersey. So it, it's it's a little awkward, but if you're late once, it's fine. Just don't make it like three, four times. No, maybe if it was like three times, but not just once. You're making me really nervous because this is like the third time I've been late. So I'm thinking I have to do sprints at practice now. Do you even show up to practice? Like, what's the deal with that? I'm not gonna question. I'm just gonna Is it go. three? Three practices and then you're on the you're on the bench? I have no idea. I don't know. Above my pay grade. I don't know. All right, let's see what else we got. I got a question. Yeah. All right, so I'm curious what it was like playing um, on Friday night with Mr. Lima and uh, other Dartmouth alums coaching the other team. It must, have been, it must have been something special about being able to do that, especially if you're able to score 35 points, right, on uh, Mr. Lima's defense. And I'm curious because some of you were in Mr. Lima's pace this morning. So what, what was going on in there? I want to I hear something about that. Um, well, I had Mr. Lima in 10th grade, and uh... – well, during the game, I don't really feel anything different. But after the game, it's definitely something special being able to kind of not rub it in, but have something against them, you know. Yep. And it, it is nice to be able to win that game against them. 
Yeah, I mean, Mr. Lima's been talking the whole week prior, so going out there and beating them 35 nothing was a great way to shut them up. So, who are the who are the defensive guys here on the uh, from the captain? So that's got to be an even bigger deal, right? Because that's Mr. Lima's thing to uh, you know the whole defense thing. And so I don't know. Do you guys talk about that when you're in school? Do you talk about the the two teams like when you're in pace? Do you guys talk about what's going on with the two teams? And I don't know. Is he giving up secrets while he's <laughs> he's here in school? Um, you're. Uh, well, all week, actually Tuesday, he was watching the film on us and just breaking it down in front of us. So that was definitely a weird feeling. <laughs> Him looking at it from a coaching standpoint instead of like the fans what we're used to. But, you know, we, we kind of got the last laugh now. There's nothing they can really say. I was kind of funny all week. He was asking us questions about our own team. And then when he, we would ask him something, he just wouldn't answer it. So... <laughs> It was pretty funny. Yeah, it definitely sounds like something he'd do. Questions? Yeah. Um, do you think that playing on the home turf, like the new turf, has an effect on how you play versus playing at away games on different fields and stuff? All right. This is like the first season you guys have played on the turf, right? Yeah, no, I played spring. Third? Oh, in the spring. Yeah. I definitely feel like it's the home field advantage is – very, very key playing there at our home stadium. There's nothing like the Dartmouth Memorial Stadium. Just the atmosphere that that place has with the stands on each side, you definitely hear it a lot more. There was definitely more people at the vote game than the staying, but the bleachers being on one side, you can't hear as much in the game. When we played staying, it definitely affected the snap count and something like that. You could hear it on the field, all the noise and everything. But the turf, the turf is the best turf I've ever played on. It, it's better than any other team, so that it's a lot better. Especially this week, we play, we have to play on grass against ORR. Haven't played on grass in a while, so it's definitely gonna be different. Um, it's just it, just just the like atmosphere and the look of our stadium, the no track, the bleachers being closer to the turf. It, it it's a lot louder. It's it's just a different feeling than other stadiums. Yeah. I mean, I agree from from other sports. I mean, um, they always have the track around it. It kind of seems like very wide. The Dartmouth Stadium, it's like, it's really old fashioned. Yeah, it's really old fashioned. Not many stands have those concrete stands. I mean, they're they're kind of distinctive, which is neat. I think we're still redoing those. I think there's still another part of the project that's going to re renovate the stands too. So that'd be nice when they do that. So I think you guys switched jersey colors this year. So now you're wearing green for home games. Is that true? And you didn't you normally wear white, or is it swapped? Because you always wore green. Okay. Oh, okay. So how do you think about like the new, new uniforms? Do you like those more? I like them more. We actually went back. So like previous years, we had green on green at home, and then white on green. But now we got white pants, so it's more like traditional. So we got white on green, and then or green on white, or we can do green on green, white on white. I think it looks better. No, well, we all have our own brand new helmets this year. Well, you you can use the schools, but the schools are 
not as safe. All of our parents. They bought a couple new knives. Yeah. Yeah, mine was six fifty. But the the new technology, like the helmet that I got, it's no longer small, medium, or large. It was uh, we had to measure my head because it's three D printed, so it molds to my head the more I wear it. Oh, definitely. From last year to this year, just the feeling of your head after a game or anything like that. And the helmet's definitely a lot heavier than the one I had last year. So it, the first couple weeks, my neck was a little sore, but it's the the feeling's a lot better. It's a lot safer. Yeah, it's a different material, and it's it's a it's about an inch and a half thick too. So it's a lot of lot of surface area. The helmet's a lot bigger. Yeah, we put all the decals. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, I have one more question. So, uh, you want to go? <laughs> I have a lot of questions here. So, I want what, what kind of good practice stories do you guys have? What's the, like the especially from this year? I mean, what's one of the one of the best you know stories that you can tell us about on you know inside um, at practice? Why don't we just kind of go around? Let's start with that. Well, every Monday after a win, we play a tag. It's not like tag necessarily, but it's kind of we start at the goal line and we run to the 25-yard line, and the coach yells out a name, and if they whoever uh, doesn't tag someone by the end of the 25 yards, they have to do up-downs. So, but it is fun. It's not fun for Josh, but it's fun for just about everyone else. <laughs> Uh, during the summer, during Hell Week, we uh, we used to run sprints at the end of practice. And one practice, he let Parker Souza try to catch a punt. And uh, if he caught it, we didn't have to run it, but he caught it. He and he caught it. We didn't have to run sprints, and everybody crowded him. It was pretty great. Uh, practice about a couple weeks ago. The One of the younger kids wasn't running like this read option correctly, the speed option for our defense to get a look. So Coach White decided to do it himself. And he, he ended up keeping the ball and running it. And as he ran a full sprint into the end zone, he messed up his hamstring. So he, he's been gimping, limping around for the last couple weeks, just trying to it, – it was a funny time. It definitely was. Um, I think one of the best moments was last week. Every Wednesday we do chairman of the board, which is two linemen go up against each other and, like, one has to push each other off. And Josh was the reigning champ from last year and the week before. And he's like 6'3", 275, 280. And this little 5'7 kid beat him last week. So I thought, yeah, I thought that was amazing. Yeah. It was about a 12-second 12 12 fight of just pushing each other, not going anywhere. Yeah. Wow, that's impressive. Great moment. It was pretty funny. I think it was like two weeks ago. We were doing a speed workout and um, football was on their water break. And we're hitting like the side of the track where you guys are. And I'm coming down the track and I yelled track and I just rammed into one football player. He just like looked at me and he did not move. <laughs> I just like rammed into him. <laughs> and then Mr. Reed, like I hit the finish line and Mr. Reed was like, what happened? <laughs> I'm like, so discombobulated. It was pretty funny. 
All right, so Will, I'm curious. You, you're you become sort of a uh, over the last couple of weeks like a little local celebrity uh because of the success so far i just wonder how you're dealing with that is it does it feel strange i mean i feel like when they're the standard times or newspapers report on it i mean they they always probably go to to you for a quote right besides going to uh to mr white i don't know can you can you talk about that just a little bit yeah it's definitely a surreal feeling just walking around and just having that feeling but you know, this is just, it's its just part of the game. It's everything I've worked for at this point, and it's just the payoff of it. You know, I, I definitely find it difficult. I like to talk more about the other players on our team than myself when they interview me. I try to disperse it, get every, talk about everyone else's success, but they always try and point it back at mine, and it's just, I, I think the team win is better than any individual success someone could have. So just winning's the only thing. There's a fascination for some reason with that position, right? You know, that you're you're playing. I mean, why is that? Uh, well, the quarterback position, it's it, when you're winning, you get all the glory, but when you're losing, you get all the hate. So it it comes with the position, all the pressure. That's a good answer. I mean, I, I think that's the other thing too is I think you're you're probably pretty good at kind of articulating, you know, your thoughts, which is not easy to do on the fly. Um, it's probably especially after a game. But I'm I'm curious, you know, if the first two games were seemed like they were pretty easy wins. If you're looking at your schedule, you know, for the fall, what do you guys anticipate is going to be one of the hard games coming up or the hardest game, you know, that's coming up on your uh, on your schedule? Is there any consensus around that from the team? Have you guys look ahead, thought about that? I mean, I don't know if it's if it's possible to look at that and, and predict, but. I mean, I don't really look at games like that in the future. I just kind of focus on the week ahead, who we have, yeah, who we have, what we can exploit from that team, and do it well. You guys all so you guys all have that attitude too, kind of like one game at a time, Yeah, not really looking ahead. Yeah. Is that his thing? Is that Mr. White's? Yeah, it's actually more Coach Martin. He's yeah, just gets focus on like the other team, so we're not looking ahead at like different people we might play or teams in general. Yeah. Got it. So, so, so I guess what you're saying is that you'd be punished if you actually answered that that question, right? Because <laughs> you'd probably be breaking uh, Mr. Martin's rule. Um, all right, here's another a question I have for you guys too. I mean, you guys are all seniors, right? So I'm wondering what your your plans are for next year. Are there football? Is there football in your plans for next year? Is it still too early to um, to tell? I Maybe mean, we can just kind of go around. Maybe you guys can kind of speak to that a little bit, Patrick. Um, I don't think. Well, that's it, folks. Due to uh, a severe technical problem, we weren't able to capture that entire interview. We had another 15 minutes that we wish we could have presented to you. Funny stories, a lot of uh, behind the scenes details that we aren't able to get into this podcast here, but we promise you we'll have it figured out, worked out for future podcasts. Thanks for listening.